I'm Satima. And I'm Jen. And this is Sassy Jam in Conversation. This is episode two of Sassy Jam in Conversation. Hey, girl. Hey. This is Satima. Yeah. Do we introduce ourselves? How do we do this again? I don't know how we do do it. (laughs) Do do it. Um, (laughs) I think we were just like, I'm Satima. And I'm Jen. And this is Sassy Jam. In, in conversation. conversation. That's definitely still going to play is, at the beginning. This is, this is eh, 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 ah, ah. That's not the theme tune for this podcast. That is definitely a theme tune for something else. We can't own yeah. that song, sadly, as much as we want to. We don't I own really it. I really would want to. Okay, anyway. We should, um, we should holler yes, at that guy and be like, look, we like your song, kid. <laughs> I've seen other people use it and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> That's not theirs. It's ours. Have they asked our permission? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, let go. Yeah, so uh, this week's, or this episode, yeah, that's better, this episode. <laughs> yeah. Let's not make promises we have no intention of keeping. <laughs> this um, episode of Sassy Jam in conversation, we are going to be talking about trauma. Trauma, indeed. Yeah, definitely. So we um, have recently have done some 5 and 5 recommends, um, and we wanted to highlight programmes that are not about black trauma because a film came out well the trailer for a series came out and everyone was just like i'm so sick of things like this man like i'm just why do they he's like they always want to market our trauma i'm sick of this shit i'm sick of this shit um the show they were talking about is amazon um prime show them and should i synopsis for you yeah go synopsis synopsis it yeah i think well. look at you knowing all your english um <laughs> synopsis it um so them is based around a family who moves from north carolina to um compton in 1950s in the 1950s compton was a very white area and they are generally not wanted by their neighbors they're not only haunted and tried to push try and be pushed out by their neighbors but also haunted by other worldly creatures and spirits and yeah it stars our london boy bashy black boys black boys yeah they're all black boys he has officially left us. He's, I don't really see funny, but what he like, he, he posted like a picture of him, like doing his, like his album cover or something the other day. And I was like, I want you to still rap. I miss you. <laughs> but he is fantastic in this. I'm not, I just, as a disclaimer, I don't want to take away from any of the great performances in this show. It, they are fantastic considering all they are going through on screen. They're doing a really good job. But yeah, that's where my, um, complimenting my end and the reason i've been relatively silent on the subject <laughs> is because i have only seen <laughs> i've only watched the first episode um for a number of reasons one of which is that i'm one of those people who if it's about black trauma i won't watch it or i'll i'll steer towards not watching yeah mm. i wouldn't say i'll definitely won't watch it but because i watched um when they see us it mm. took me a while i was Ooh. like i had to i made i made that decision Ooh. i was like i don't want to watch this but i think i should watch this Ooh. so the, the, the ultimate the that's ultimate. one of those things i actually genuinely could only watch once like i was yeah i'm not i have no intent yeah. i had to really like psych myself up to watch it and mm. i had to watch or was it five episodes i had to watch it all in one day because yeah. i'm like i can't spread this out course of a week or whatever so um with them as interesting as it looked from the trailer and i got sucked in actually which is a good thing i was like oh this looks exciting it's a little bit supernaturally it's a little bit creepy and like some great shots and music and all of it looked fantastic 
And then I was like, hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on, 1950s, the only black family in a white town. Actually, on second thoughts, I'm going to take a step back and do a no. Yeah. So I watched the first episode um, of them, and yeah. Let's do what I thought about the first yeah, episode, yeah. But only because you've seen it all, so you mm. can give a wider mm. context to it based on what I watch. Yeah. Um, I think what I found quite quickly, actually, is watching it, and then there was a scene where all the white neighbours had just discovered that, you know, the black families moved in, and they're like, they where they've come from is worse and we have to make this place even worse than where they've come from. That's why the shit that we're doing Mm. doesn't bother them. And then they were making jokes about them being black. And then, you know, when the daughter grows up and this, like, it was just a bit, Mm. just not nice. (laughs) It's the only way I can think to put it. But I remember just being like, I I was rolling my eyes, actually. I was quite bored. I was like, oh, this again. Oh, look, a white lady got to say the N word. Um, You know, oh, that's okay. Look, they're Mm. talking about nappy hair and, do oh, you ever wonder, like, as an actor, like, when you read that description, you're not like, oh, I don't really want to be a bad guy. I always think that, like, don't people not want to be a bad person? But I guess yeah, we need them. They're just like, oh, yeah, could do the job. <laughs> I'll take that job. Dude, I'm sure they're, no, I'm just kidding. I'm going to be like, I'm sure they're, yes, license. All right, finally, I get to say him. <laughs> just like, can we do that take again, please? Um, no, Alison, we cannot. <laughs> Pipe down. <laughs> You've reached your quota of saying the N-word for the day. Thank you, hon. Um, but yeah, I was a bit like eye rolly about it, and I was just like, oh, here they come again to like make someone's life miserable. Like, I was just like basically like changed the record. Yeah, I was tired of it, or I was tired of it before it began. Um, and I was like, if this is what's good, if this is what it's going to be, I'm already not interested because I've seen it a hundred times, and it's enforcing, it's enforcing stereotypes. It's just reinforcing things that we've already not. It wasn't bringing anything new to the table, basically. So mm. I was like, okay, great, bye, done. The other elements of the the pilot, the sort of supernatural elements of it, was a bit was interesting. The um, the dad starting his new engineering job sounded interesting, mm. but weighted against the other stuff, I was like, <clears throat> it's a no from me. Yeah, I would agree with you. I think like the premise, like for me, I don't, I'm not like too bothered about it. Like, okay, so it's like a fan, a black family moving into. Compton, when you think of Compton, you think like straight out of Compton, you think NWA, you think like black, like a black neighborhood, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and the idea that that place was once all white and that pioneers really, those black families moving in, changed the whole entire layer of that place um, to much the detriment of their own lives and their own, you know, mental health is something I do think people need to know. Like, I'm not, like, against that. 100%. And, and it's presented in that way. Like, when you first watch it, the first bit of the episode, is like, in 1950, this couple moved in here. And then it kind yeah, of gets into, like... I went into, straight like, to Google. I was like, is it true, true? Yeah. <laughs> great migration. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. That's Show amazing. me. I don't think there's something. And, and, you can, yeah, and you can make th- programmes about that. And But what I will say about this programme is that I think it's centred around the racists and how they felt and what they were doing to the black people and all the bad things that are happening to the 
black people because of racism more than it focused on a black family moving to an area and all the things they have to fight for and all the reasons they moved there everything that happens to them is centered around dreadful things that happen to them simply because they're black there's no like this guy yeah he's an engineer and can afford to buy a house how can he afford to buy a house let's get into details about that you know how did you know <laughs> i want to know all about that and they just like focus on all of the negative things about being a black person not all the strength that it takes to be in that position you know yeah th- there was no focus on that so even in north carolina that before they moved down to thingy they they have their own house you know they have a nice car like this is a middle class black family how the hell how did that happen yeah their kids are educated yeah, their kids are educated everything about them is great you know the woman's got a nice press everything's wonderful <laughs> everything about them is like aspirational but there's no focus on that we're focusing on how how you know they've been through so much because they're black the neighbors hate them because they're black and now there are demons haunting them and honestly the demons seem to be haunting them once again because they're black, because they're black. and i just yeah. found that exhausting and really hard to watch and um yeah i just i hated it like i there's the truth and that's that on that and that um, is that on that like it I can't believe you were going to make me watch the entire thing. <laughs> Why do I have to watch the entire thing alone? If I, I I got to episode four and I was like, this is bad. Episode five, I was like, are you taking the actual piss? Oh, right? Yeah, I that's... honestly, episode five, I watched that all alone and I was so upset and I had to watch something really... I actually watched another new film on Amazon afterwards, an all-white film, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> And, called and Palm amazing. Springs, you know oh, that. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, that's a nice little film. It's nice. Yeah. It's fun. It's cutesy. You know, like that. That was. I had. To, I had to watch something happier after the episode because it was so violent and so cruel, and there was no way to escape it. And it was like a whole ten minute scene, like, and it just kept would getting you say bad. Unnecessary? Would you say unnecessary? I or feel was, like. Do you think it was pertinent to the storyline, or do you think they could have? done without that or done it differently you know what yeah they could have made it more they could have made it more important to the storyline but they didn't they chose not to they chose to just to just drop in that this horrible horrible thing happened and this has uh, messed up this woman um i don't want to do spoilers but a woman went through a massive traumatic event including a child it was horrible yeah so they show us that event and you're seeing how that's affected her but like there's other things in it where that because they're so focused on all the racism and all the horror they don't focus even on that so you don't even see yeah, like how they manage to huh i said yeah like even her mental health at that point yeah. is that a focus at all um kind of but it's kind of weird because i don't think you start off even realizing she's been for anything and then they start talking about his mental health it's all a bit weird like the writing of the actual storyline of them as a family didn't have much focus i found it very very odd i um, mean this is produced by this guy little marvin he was like we didn't write anything to shock people yes you fucking did you liar <laughs> not come and lie lie you in want, your us, to remember you, and now you want us to remember you and your three credits your three tv credits um and it's really like i think people who, who have watched it are generally really angry like lena waste one of the executive producers and people are really mad at her people act as if she's never done anything else in her life mate because she's done this it's very um yeah i did i and uh, yeah i did find it just really hard to watch and as and i said i'm not like oh i didn't do a disclaimer disclaimer but i i can watch anything listen me and roots i love roots i've watched roots beginning to end i watched a remake of roots i watched roots the next generation i watched roots at queenie (laughs) i love roots and that stuff's all about slavery and i sat there i was like this is great 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not someone who's like, oh my God, I can't believe they're talking about bad things that happen to black people at all. But I just think there is like a tax in a way you can do it. And I think you should focus on strength. And I think like they've said, mm, I did obviously watch the last episode, which, you know, got CN. So it has that kind of like, does it have a moment where you're like, oh, yay for the blacks? No, I don't feel like I feel like that. I feel like you're just like, you didn't need to go for all of that. These people for a space of time, almost for no reason. Yeah. Great. That's how I Next. felt. That's like, tick, like I don't wake up every morning and expect a traumatic thing to happen to me. Like mm. I don't go through ten days and be like, oh, every day something bad's gonna happen. The way it's yeah. depicted. I mean, I know it was nineteen fifty in the nineteen fifties, and this is twenty twenty one. But you know and what? So it gave me just like, how they treat yeah. black people slightly different at those two times. Like I completely get that. Yeah. But what it does, having that media exist now, in a sense, reinforces this is the treatment of black people. Yeah. now or constantly get it, it it makes it feel like it's still relevant and actually it's not really still relevant in that way no it is relevant but it's not relevant if you know what the i mean the story could saying, have been relevant yeah. as we've said it has great historical context of course it could be but they've yeah. chosen not to make it about that they've chosen just to make it about pain and terror and fear and yeah not a big fan of them doing that you know it might it might be a bit of like precious and like precious like the film Precious takes all the bad things that can happen to a poor black girl and they put it on one person and that's what they did in this all the bad yeah. things that can happen and then for some reason they tried to give like the white people's racism some sort of weird historical context and I was like and then they just added some more black trauma into that scene too and you're like why is this yep. happening like that's my question why is this happening and the answer first and foremost beginning to end the only answer you're ever going to get is because they are black so i don't know about all of that still that's i just that didn't make me feel warm and happy but you know good for bashi and a a segue all of that stuff happened because they're black now something there's someone that things didn't happen to because they were black if that makes sense (laughs) what a segue it's luther right that was a really good segue no you segue the hell out of that Is Luther. So, uh, for those who don't know, Luther is a um, BBC police drama series starring one Idris Elba and other people whose names we don't remember at this moment. But the star of the yeah. show is Luther. Um, he plays a cop. And that's it. That's that's it. He plays a cop. It's five seasons. It's really good. Um, but that came into would you say storm in the media yeah there was, was proper proper in the news um, these news stories they are literally it's so hard to keep up every day there's something new but that came i actually fire. didn't clock <laughs> for a while there was someone's like do you want to talk about this on the motion i was like huh i literally was like oh i've only watched that one season and they're like oh okay and then i opened to it and i was like oh okay yeah i can talk about this <laughs> it's a thing lego <laughs> i see where it's going um and so that came on the fire um because you explain you're just a very explainer thank you i do like to explain one day i'll be an explainer um so <laughs> yes yeah, so the head of what is it culture diversity. diversity the head of um, diversity mm-hmm. and culture um the co-head with june sopong lols um the head of diversity of culture and bbc was doing a talk at some tv thing um and basically was saying her aims i reckon for bbc and them to increase their diversity of people of color um that's the term i'm using i can't be asked to think of a better one right now um and she said she you know everything about it should be in fact let me get quotes let me 
She said that Luthor isn't authentic. Yeah. This is Miranda Wayland. Yeah. She, she's the, what is she? She's the diversity manager at BBC. Mm. And she says that um, Luther, yeah, it's just not authentic in its portrayal of a black British, man, yeah. a black British man. Um, and, you know, comments sort of like, I mean, she was just being quite general when she yeah. said, like, he doesn't eat rice and peas or, and doesn't have any black friends, both of which are true. <laughs> but, <laughs> just um, facts. That basically caused a stir yeah. on the older Twitter. Twitter. This is great. I love yeah. Twitter. Shout out to Twitter right now. Because Twitter will take something that's out of context and they don't give an apps. They don't care. They won't look for the context. They'll just keep talking. They'll talk for days. Um, There's wrong with it. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. Um, and she, she also said that it's that that it's super. She used the term superficially diverse, which I thought was quite funny because it kind of is. Which is, and I think what she meant in that context is that you put a black person on screen, but you don't give them any context about their blackness. So they just they just happen to be black. Like as you look at them, they're black, but their character doesn't have anything else that associates them to their blackness. Um, which I think is, is accurate of Luther. It's true. I like Luther. I yeah, I like Luther. To... I don't go but to Luther to look at for to to you know to watch a black man live a black life. If I wanted to do that, I'd no, watch you know I'd watch Idris Elba's sitcom on Sky, which I don't watch. <laughs> that is true. And you know, as well, characterization wise, Luther he doesn't have time. He, the way his life is, and the things that have happened to him in that first series, it makes sense that he doesn't he doesn't cook. He doesn't have a family. He just. He's just a sad, depressed man living his life trying to solve crime in ways that are a little bit murky with the law, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, and it's a good series. And in a sense, it's not about him being he black. Is black yeah. But it's not about him being black, in a sense. Um, and then it sort of starts that whole debate of the um, the guy who wrote it. Neil, yeah. I'm going to say Neil Cross. Mm. Neil... Can't be 100% sure in this Owen? I mean, yeah, I feel like it was something to do with we'll Owen. We'll come back and cross-check cross everything like later. His name is Owen. Neil Cross, um, who is the creator of um, Luther, had said that, you know, it was he just originally wrote the role for a white guy, and then... Yeah, it's Neil Cross, sorry. And then he, he originally wrote the role for a white guy, and then um, Idris Elba was interested, and he said, sure, that's great, yeah. and that's it. And he said, oh, I wouldn't... Oh, I'm not going to try and, you know write for the character of a black man i don't have that experience i can't write for a black man that one really irritated me yeah because he was like i can't write for a black man i also can't hire anyone who's black to join my writing team because that would be obscene i just yes i I would say i can't hire a black (laughs) script editor i can't um hire a black no i just i simply can't do it so i will just continue to write him as if as a black woman, am I only allowed to write about black women? Should none of my characters yeah. be white men or white women or Asian people or Asian women or Asian men or any just anything? I mean, he just sort of was like, yeah. it's not my issue. Like, I've stepped away from this. <laughs> I, you know, I, I understand that I'll never understand and just use that as a band-aid for the fact yeah. that you could have actually done a little bit more if, if you wanted to yeah. infuse a little bit of authenticity into his characteristics but you chose not to and yeah here we are <laughs> here we are here you are with your baftas and your golden globes and all of that jazz um and then living your best life i'm sure idris is happy for that too um but it does it is it is a tricky one because i think we discussed this quite a lot during the week as well of like okay but we can't do what do we 
when we want more black shows or we want more black inclusivity and i'm just using black as an example like just you can input any other ethnic minority into this set so you can say east asian you can say south asian you can say aborigines i can't think of it whoever you like into this yeah wherever you are you can input them in but we're just going to say black because for all sense purposes we are black um thanks (laughs) just in case you didn't notice just in case we are black so we keep talking about black folk um when we want black content on tv what do we want from them because i'm i'm now looking at tv british tv yeah so this is going to be quite focused on that and i think there's no there's not many dramas that just have a predominantly black cast or look at the story of black people very often you know, I we're gonna if we start naming them, we're gonna name shows that haven't been on TV for four years, which is quite sad. Um, they have comedy yeah, shows but... that sometimes do that, but then you mm-hmm. could, then you start to think, are we clowns? <laughs> That's it. I <laughs> and the answer is no. <laughs> we are not indeed clowns because like there's a the British show Undercover, which mm-hmm. came out a few years ago, mm-hmm. that made the news as being the prime star milestone. Is two black actors starting BBC One's Undercover? Not like, one. It just hadn't been two. a thing. That two, two black actors were both leads yeah. in a primetime show. Like, and this wasn't even that long ago. It's like five years ago, yeah. max or whatever. Um, and you know the emphasis on drama because there are a few you know black comedies. Yeah, um, and you've got to give it to them. They're doing really well, like writing them and trying to get them out because it's not very easy in that space at all. 100%. Um, but yeah, when it comes to drama specifically. It's it's not done very often. I guess Kiri had quite a quite a black mm. cast, oh, and I like yeah. Kiri was good as well because they had those moments. We, Kiri. we, we do Kiri. we did love Kiri. Those four episodes we had of Kiri, it was like eight. It's great. It was good, but there's like a the moment. So it had it had Wumi in it, right? Uh, who was also in the last season of Luther? She dies um, in Luther, and there's a scene where he goes, "Where are you from?" Like the black dad asks her where she's from, and she's like, "I'm from Birmingham," and it's just really funny, and it's like this is such an interesting conversation because she doesn't want to do the whole like oh we're both black conversation with him um but that's still yeah. topical yeah which is great exactly like, that's but that's a black thing that happens but it's not like yeah. a big moving the world move shaking the whole room situation and you know and sometimes that's it i yeah. think on what you said about what we need sometimes that's it yeah i don't need a big song and dance yeah. i just need an acknowledgement there's an understanding like if like if I see a character that goes to bed without wrapping her hair, mm. I'm like, that's inauthentic. I have to talk about it. Yeah. Just put a, head, just put a yeah. silk cap on and go to sleep. Yeah. That's it. I don't need you to say anything about it. It's oh, really funny because Jen's wearing a this. bonnet. <laughs> no, it's true. I am wearing a bonnet. It's Sunday. Leave me alone. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we mean. I think that's when I say like acknowledge it. So obviously when um, she said when Miranda Whalen said about you know him not eating rice and peas and having any black friends. I think Obviously, she just said Caribbean food in general. Okay, okay, yeah, so she didn't. She, I think she just meant there are no telltale signs that this man yeah. is black. If he if could, if people were really colorblind in in skin tone, you wouldn't be able to tell this man was black. You know what I mean? Yeah, and and it shows once you once you hear that Neil Cross, in fact, just interchanged who he had written he had written a white character for and just placed a black man there. It then makes it worse yeah you know then you're like oh so you just didn't didn't try yeah five whole seasons he gets the food from yeah this man only eats takeaway food i'm could he not order some takeaway he's in london right he's in london isn't he yeah yeah yeah. the case characters in london as well like so you're telling me you're telling me luther don't bump into his old mate from school down the road sometimes come on yeah 
and that that is um and then, that, and, then and then there's a massive code switch and switches back like come on come on yeah there are there are just ways yeah there are ways to do it and there are subtle ways that don't even really mean too much. Even in Undercover, the series that we spoke about, it stars um, Adrian Lester and Sophie. I'm so bad at Nigerian names. It makes me sick. Um, so I'm just going to... Sophio. Um, it does. It's just it's like embarrassing. Um, and there's like a seat... Although like the, the themes of that are quite like... It's about black civil rights, basically. But there's a bit where... You know, she's made friends with this prisoner over years and they have a conversation. He was like, how's your daughter's hair going? She was like, she used to relax it, but now she lets it be big and, and curly. And, and it's just a really nice moment, even though it kind of has nothing to do with the storyline. But it's just like, you know, they're not only talking about black. They're just, they're just talking about natural hair for a three, three minutes, yeah. three minutes in that four part series. And that's all you need to know. It's like, oh, this is a black show, by the way. They cared about blackness in this show. Yeah, it's not. It's, a, it's an acknowledgement. It's. Yeah infusing quote-unquote authenticity into a fictional or you know based on true stories um mm. event and that's 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 all i want like i'm not asking for much you know yeah and i think as well the what she said what miranda whalen said who is the head of creative diversity that's that's what you said the diversity manager oh. she had said that the problem as well with luther is that they are basically the bbc use it as the poster yeah. for diversity yeah. it's like oh no the, the, we're, we're diverse here's luther it's like we've got this award-winning show with idris elba on the star of it it's like yeah but he's it and you will have another you even when they have had black uh like other characters in it Post-star, yeah, 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 yeah and they don't talk about there's never there's never a little bit of a joke where they walk out of the room and they're just like oh careful they're gonna think we're planning yeah, something or... yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, happened you know, to me at work before, a look between like... the two of them yeah. someone says something that's a bit they're... like shady yeah there's just, none of, there's just none Nothing. of that subtlety that beautiful, beautiful subtlety yeah. which there's someone might not even notice but we would notice so like maybe yeah. that could be part of it but they just they choose not to have any of that and she also mentioned something that it's about it's about in, in um, within these shows I'm guessing she wants to have these shows created. Holler at us, babe, because we've been writing. We're ready. We've written a thing that does that, yeah. by the way. Just saying. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, um, she also says it has to incorporate their whole culture, their lifestyle, and also the set. That's so important. You've got a black mm. man starring on a show, and I'm guessing all of the writers, all of the runners, all of the everything on it is why, even probably the makeup guy, it's probably why Luther looks a bit dusty sometimes. You know, <laughs> like, because they don't make an effort to do that, especially in scripted. Scripted has got a massive problem with reference, rep- representation, and it's not, be- it's not because there are not any, once again, interchangeable, any black, Asian, anywhere in the world that is not white people who want to do these things, because they do. And as someone who has walked into many, many scripted production company offices and walked in and been the only black person in the room coming in just for a chat or something like that, it's true. I mean, sure, maybe the one time I happened to come in, the other ethnic minorities were out on lunch. I can't say. Every single time. But but that's the thing, isn't it? It's just not not just on screen. I think there's a lot of focus on on on-screen talent, on-screen talent, diverse on-screen. What about behind the scenes, babe? What about those people who are, you know, in the development room, who are the fact checkers, the script editors, the production, the executives, you know, just people making, like helping to make those little decisions so that things like this don't happen, (laughs) basically. So that, you know, a show that people have loved for years is suddenly under fire for 
it's what's the word you look what you said that she said the um, superficially diverse that's for super for superficial diversity yeah um and i think that's that's something that really needs to be done but yeah just yeah having luther as that poster for diversity um it's like what sandra o said when she was filming um Mm. killing eve and she came here and she's just like this set just there's just no one like me there's no other ethnic minorities on set it was just basically her maybe one guy yeah as the only two ethnic minority people and she's like that's a problem it's not like that at all where in other shows and things mm. she's worked on like in, in america yeah but it was like it was startling startling for her here um yeah it's just and you know what? Like, b- big mainstream people have said that. You know, Steve McQueen said we had a massive problem with diversity on screen. So many people have said this. And then, like, been no- said. nothing happens. Like, absolutely yeah. nothing actually happens. It almost feels like it's all or nothing. It's either, like, okay, we're either going to be, like, super, 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 super. We're just going to talk about, like, dreadful things that happen to black people. And we're going to have an all-black cast. And we're going to try and get a black writer. Maybe not a black director. That's too much. Um... <laughs> And then, or we're going to have just some black people just dotted around and just not talk about the yeah. fact that they're black yeah, in the, any way. The asexual form. black best friend in the background yeah. is just there to be a soundboard. Oh, but yeah. you know, they're, they're, they're black. That counts. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. It doesn't count and I for guess diverse shows. That, yeah, it's all or nothing, it seems like. But then there are some things that have a bit of both. Yeah. We what, what... recently did a... Go on. Sassy Jam recommends. Yeah. <laughs> A five and less than five, <laughs> where we listed, um, you know, TV shows as well as movies that um, star black leads yeah. that aren't necessarily about trauma, but also are honest and authentic yeah. to, you know, black people. Well, you know, black people is such a generalized term, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Just you know, the black way of life. So, yeah, to some to some black people's experiences um yes i know and you know what one thing that was quite disappointing about that list is that i, I wrote it so i'm not like cussing myself out there but it's mostly american shows and so when we say like it's possible like what we're asking for we're just asking for like i don't know one or two shows like america has because america has got thousands they've got yeah. so many shows like i was like oh should i die and should I not to have them or is that traumatic um but it's the idea of like black trauma and what that means i guess the idea of like what it means to be black and the in um what's the word inequalities that we do face having a show that doesn't focus on the inequalities but can still show black people and all of them and some of the shows that we listed were things like insecure um atlanta great show. yeah yeah great show um it's about like five friends in la all at different points of their lives talk about being black all the time dropping m-bombs for no reason constantly great yeah. show um uh, another show uh atlanta uh based in atlanta black mecca in america <laughs> um starring donald glover and Lakeith stanfield and it's about a guy who's uh, managing his rapper cousin and he's broke and like it's just him like it's quirky and a bit odd and it's just him going about life and those are the sort of shows that like would do so well in england because england's a kind of quirky place we love a quirky comedy um but we rarely really have stars that are black portray that as if we can't just be a bit odd for no reason. Greenleaf, which is a show based around um, a black church. High drama, it's like a soap, you know? 
Um, and then She's Got a Habit, which is based on the Spike Lee movie. I think Spike Lee has, for me, I know Spike Lee did like Malcolm X and stuff, but I think Spike Lee portrays, I actually had a really interesting conversation about this and they were talking about, so this person said that Spike Lee's a sellout or whatever and like he doesn't do authentic black. It's like not all blackness is about being poor. Some black people are artists, some black people have middle class parents who let them be whatever they want and they can, they can, ha they can be ambitious and have desires and live in a New York loft. Um, and that's kind of what, that, that side of blackness that She's Got a Habit shows. And then the last show was I May Destroy You, which I wrote very which highly. Which is British. Which is British. Um, there was one. There was one. one. And you know what? We only have one star who's allowed to do that. Her name is Miranda Cole. <laughs> Michaela Cole. Miss Kayla. Yeah. And, and why do you say that? Is about trauma. Yeah. I think that the issue, the the common, the thing is, it's not about black trauma. Yeah. It's not trauma that is, you know, specifically. It didn't happen to her because she was black. Yeah, exactly. It could have it can happen to any woman. Um, the trauma in I May Destroy You, but um, she has black friends. She catches jokes. There's you no, know, she's part of Black Twitter. Do you know what I mean? There's like she's mm. met by people in the street. Like, oh my gosh, I love you. Like she had a tweet and turned into a book. How many people on Twitter have had book deals from being on Twitter and things like that? Like it's authentic in yeah. that sense. Yeah. Um, That's to the black British experience. experience. Yeah, hundred percent, definitely. I think that's why it was so loved by people and it it was touching in that way. It was like, I can't believe I'm watching something that, like, isn't a lie. Yeah. Because yeah. very often some, it feels like, I don't know, when I watch, like, sometimes just when I watch British shows, I'm like, where is that London? Like, I don't know that London. I don't know who that is. Mm. And this was one where I knew I knew the London. Um, yeah. I've had that London. That's, that's yeah. my London kind yeah. of thing. For real, for um, real. And with the movies that we talked about, there were no, there were no British ones like no. at all, at all, at all, at all. Because I'm, um, I'm thinking of like black British movies that have been made recently, and I think Blue Story, I think Rocks, I think The Last Tree, I think is it Last oh, Tree or Rocks Last is Three? A good one. Um, is a good one. Farming, I think. Um, uh, I think that might actually be it. <laughs> <laughs> and as well, a lot of these are very, very recent as yeah. well. It's like last five years. Obviously, Rocks only came out last year, for example. Yeah. Even I May Destroy only came out last year. Yeah. If we were having this conversation two years ago, would there be anything on this list? No, we you might know? have to say something like chewing time? gum, and we're trying and we're chewing gum, <laughs> chewing gum, and we're trying to like actively avoid. As we said, it doesn't. We want. We don't want it to all be comedy. So like, we want to like involve dramas in those sort of things. But with films. Yeah. I always get a little bit irked when like a film that is talks that talks about black trauma comes out, yeah, or a film that like by someone. It's not all films, but talks about that, and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, is there nothing else? It's the only thing filmmakers can make. It's the only thing." And I'm like, "No, but you guys take the piss though, because they do make other things, and you guys don't even watch it. You don't talk about it. You don't make that trend." Like, at the end of the day, everyone's watching them right now, not because they had some great promo for it. They're watching it because you guys have been complaining. You know what I mean? It's the most watched thing on Prime right now because everyone's complaining about it. But there will 100% be um, other films and programmes that might not get that hype, like, um, which is really annoying. And I'm like, I was, one of the films on my list is called Uncorked. It's just the most, like, just it's just about a family and a guy who wants to be a sommelier, which is like a wine taster, right? And everyone in it is black, except for maybe the people on his course. And there's, that's it. Do you know what I mean? And that's a black film. And how much chat did that have? How much was that like, oh, this is the sort of black stories you want to tell? But there is a short film that's on um, Netflix now called... It ended, I'm not right down. 
Did you write that? You didn't write that. I didn't write it down. The, uh, the ch- oh, wait, that something... Some, the distance between us or something. Yeah, yeah. You start talking about it. I'll come in at the end of what okay. it's called. <laughs> just, is it called Two Distant Strangers? Two Distant Strangers. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's about a man who um, has one night stand, leaves one night stand, and when he leaves the girl's apartment, he gets shot by a cop. Um, and he's not doing anything of... And then he, every time he dies, he wakes up again. So he relives the day over and 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 over. Yeah, Groundhog Day. But the thing is that he always gets shot by the cop. And like in the film, he he tries everything not to get shot. Even if he doesn't get shot by the cop, he he always happens and he doesn't stop. So it's quite like, and it's quite sad. Mm. Like, but that one, but that at least feels relevant. Yeah, you know I mean? it like, is really it's relevant. A bit, it's a bit pointed. It's, it's on the nose. It is traumatic, but it's relevant. Whereas I think that's sort of sometimes where my line is with shows like them, yeah. set in the 19... Like, it's about something in the 1950s. Like, how many... Like, we've come and done, you know, slavery-esque movies, you know, first black family in the neighbourhood-esque movies, you know, in um, integration? Integration movies, like we've been there we've done that kind of thing we've we've like hit the what's what's the phrase whatever we've been there we've done that (sighs) whereas even though some of the newer things are still traumatic it's more prevalent to the situations that are going on for us today right now yeah i think sometimes i might like for example i'm not i well i saw this at first i was like oh this looks good i might watch this and then i saw what was about and i was like i don't want to watch this it's gonna make me sad so i'm not planning to watch it but I'm. I don't mind that it exists. I'm happy that it exists. I'm glad it exists. Was I, I won't complain about something like that existing, whereas I'll complain about something like them existing. If you know what I mean. Mm. The thing is, I do think I'm not against these things existing. My whole thing is that I think it's it's. I think its level of like um, violence is unnecessary and quite bad to have on screen. Like, but I don't know if I think people should stop making programs like that. Like. You know, I thought the sh- there was a show um, that was on, uh, was it Own, I think? And it was two seasons and it was called Underground. It was like produced by John Legend and stuff. And I thought it was really mm. good. And it was obviously about people running away from slavery. Um, and it's like sad, but it just had this like, it you know, had good drama. There's a bit of a love story going on. It had like complex characters as well as the the sort of the trauma element of it. But I do think... I think that's the middle ground, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, there is a middle ground because I do think black people especially in america so we need to work on our own stories here i don't know what we're gonna do but we need to work on our own stories here but i think black Mm. people in america their history with slavery and um jim crow laws and the high level of like um the the, how racism was allowed to sort of come about was, was allowed to be is is still like it's so tender on everyone and everyone acts like it was a really really long time ago so i think there is something in telling those stories but i think it's how you tell those stories i think it's like there's a nuance yeah there's a nuance to it it's like educating it it's like also being able to even within those stories to celebrate what it means to be a person of color and to celebrate what it means to be and to celebrate the fact that you still had joy in those moments and you still managed to face those moments and that's like when, it's not yeah just about the trauma Exactly. I think that's, like as you were describing them, it just felt like it was mostly about the yeah. Trauma I don't feel like I, I don't else. know when they're gonna get to the end of it because they're still. As I said to you, it's got 
demons okay because <laughs> the first episode was intriguing like the whole demon aspect clearly the, something was going on with the mum the dad being his the first black engineer like that scene with him that's all great lovely lovely so, as wonderful. I said, i'm not a cleaner like that was all good so that that first episode minus the whole oops you know that at least felt it did feel nuanced but then to hear that it went on and just spiraled into something quite typical yeah. in a sense minus the demons not <laughs> even like even like yeah the de- the demons also had like racial charge kind of thing. like there was like you know a demon haunting the guy and he's like dressed in like blackface like as uh, a yeah as a mind. is it Bollywood? a minstrel and stuff and the whole time i was watching i was like is the minstrel a white man is he a black man what's worse if you're a black man playing the character who's playing a minstrel are you worse than a white man playing the character who's playing a minstrel <laughs> Because this is not... Does any of this need, need to, to happen? happen? Um, you know, and like, there are moments that, like, I just think, with all the budget you have in the world, there are other things you can do with this story. You don't, it doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't always have to be inspirational. It can be like, kind of, I don't know. Like, I'm just, I'm just very, uh, I just find it really well, difficult. Like, sometimes, like, but I just, I just felt like, the violence I had to see felt unnecessary. I'm like, all of those mm. things couldn't have happened to one person. Don't chat. Don't lie. Don't and put all segue, of that on one person. Just like again. Another now. cheeky segue is like movies such as um, Get Out. That's obviously um, about that, yeah. race. They've said that. But that's so, done in yeah. such a fun, quote unquote fun, nuanced, unique, like it's such a different perspective and so even though it essentially is about race yeah. and being a black man and things like that, um, at the same time, it isn't. Yeah. And that's what's exciting about it. I mean, I, I really enjoyed that movie. I've seen it three times. I, I, feel like, um, I feel like the movie, um, a, a lot of people have compared, when they saw the trailer, they compared them to not only Get Out, they compared the it us. to Us, and they also compared yeah. it to Lovecraft Country. And I can see all the similarities, but I would say on all of those other things, us is just a horror movie like or even a thriller whatever the hell it is it ain't like it's not about them being black yeah the, it's really not and i saw all. someone write a whole article about that i was like have you watched us us is just yeah. a weird ass horror movie like everyone's yeah. like it's just weird um it's a horror movie horror movie with um a black family as the lead yeah which that's is it. that's great that's great too like 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 lovely wonderful like sometimes you do mm-hmm. need that as we've said yeah um and then obviously and Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country. I like I love that. Cause 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 in Lovecraft Country, the enemy is racism, right? So like there's like white supremacy vibes going on because it's also based in the fifties. But like they still get to live their lives, they still get to be happy, they still get to There are other missions and motives going yeah. on that aren't directly to do with race. Yeah. All. Like even the, like they ma- they manage that and they still talk about race in a way that I feel like has levels of empowerment. But I didn't feel empowered because every time something good happens to these lot, the ghosts come and haunt them. Honestly, it's just not nice. <laughs> there was no escape. There was no escape. There's no like you're like oh maybe you have a friend. Oh no. Maybe you. Oh no. Oh maybe. And even oh. on like no, just nothing. And even on like violence, like um, Tarantino's Django, Django. Unchained, <laughs> obviously cheeky bit of slavery there too cheeky but bit of slavery it's it's the way it's done is also just different it's nuanced yeah it has a, a specific a, like a different sort of aim it isn't just about 
making black people suffer and reminding people that black people have suffered and will suffer and will continue to suffer and will never escape the suffering because they'll keep bringing us things to remind us that we have suffered and that we can continue to like it's just it's just a lot um some may argue too much some may argue not enough but i think with there being so little media out there and being created comparatively Mm. um that is either with um an all-black lead created by black people um black people behind the camera there's so few of that compared to you know white people as leads and you know just that i think part of the argument is oh we're doing this again yeah could we not have something else, something different? Something you haven't given us enough like, yet for this to be your only thing that you talk about. Exactly. That's, and I think that is sometimes what the issue is. And I think if we had an influx of loads more, things like Little, things like Girls Trip, things like Photograph, um, if we had more of those, then it'd feel more balanced. Especially here in like the UK. Them. If we had any of those... Um, oh yeah again still talking about us shows apparently yeah. we don't have anything we we, we don't we very rarely have those things like when we watch rocks yeah rocks is a sad story but like something about watching that authentic like british life come to bit like with a main person of color in it was so like oh i feel it and i you know i even though i'm not like french there's a film called girlhood that i watched and it does that it does that as well it's french obviously that's why i mentioned the french thing um and you know some films don't really do that there was a british film actually called farming there's so there's farming in the last tree right and they're about the same mm-hmm. thing so it's it's um, like a lot of like nigerian families when they were studying or whatever they would give their kids like white people in essex to look after them and one and it kind of the effects on the young a young boy that has been through that process and that one's based on a true story, right? Or farming's based on a true story, yeah. And of the actor. Yeah, of the actor who directed it or something. Listen, farming is hard to fucking watch. That is the most traumatic thing I've ever... That is it. Sorry. Them ain't it. Farming? Have you guys seen farming? I watched it and I was like, oh my. You know, he's not okay. Yeah, I haven't watched it, but I watched it. I haven't... I intentionally haven't watched it. Having watched, I watched the trailer, I was like, well, I'm not quite sure. I thought it would be fine. I thought it would. I honestly just thought it would be fine. I thought a bit of casual racism, but I didn't think. I was like, oh, he's not all right. He's not all right. But like stories like that do need to be told. But obviously, there's just way. I think like that's his story that he's told. Some things are hard to be told, but that that that's a, a black British story. But like once again, we don't have enough of these films. So when when we do have to tell these stories, they have to be the most ridiculously sad things we don't have anything mm. about ridiculous levels of happiness even no. we've done we did our last Saturday jam conversation on small acts small acts is a series of sad stories and lovers rock wasn't sad uh no, sad no. things in there but yeah but, no, but lovers rock wasn't sad and that was how how excited we were to see that yeah it was just happiness and yeah. music and and yeah comparatively to um what's it called uh, red white and blue yeah and um, um, definitely mangrove and stuff and just yeah seeing, education yeah. education well, education wasn't the saddest but it was still pretty sad it's pretty sad though like if it went especially yeah. when you know they just brought up the facts of like how yeah that especially was young black boys were marginalized in education it's just like 
Alex Weetle's sad, the sad, sadness everywhere. Yeah, like, why don't they tell, like, a fun story about, like, the start of Carnival and, like, you know, it starts off racist and then we have a big party, you know? And you know what? <laughs> it's, no, it's, and you're so right. And I think, as well, like, the Small Axe anthology is a great sort of depiction of what basically what it's like. You have four, we have one happy story for every four stories <laughs> <laughs> that you get. Let's get in four trauma things, yeah. and then we can have one nice light thing to yeah. upset all that, and then it's like back to formal, traumatic, sad, super sad, super not even over the top, but really like, yeah, just stuff that makes you really, really feel sad. That's yeah. what they call it. And you know what? For us, and I think people should also understand the reason that, like, once again, sorry that we haven't included any other races here. Um, once again, the reason it's difficult for black people to kind of see these stories over and over again. And I think it's great for white people to see these things because white people don't know racism exists. So that's good for them. Um, but for us, this is like you bringing out a sad part of reality over and over again. Mm. No one needs that, like, every day. Like, it's it's a yeah, bad... Who are you making this yeah. for? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's so true. Who are you making this for? It's not for us. It's the, we're not yeah. the audience. That's the problem as well. We are never the audience, Jen. Interesting. Black people not the audience. When you brought out stories about black people it's not for black people no it's for it's not for the minority it's for the majority once again for them to learn something whereas we're watching it being like yeah i know yeah why do you keep reminding me i know like i I did my history i i already know this happened to us but there are there are joyful ways there are joyful ways to teach people things um Mm -hmm. if you look at like a month ago another american show like even blackish it's a comedy show but every so often they'll make a joke and then they'll be like well actually 1944 that's a really cheesy way to do it but like if you show people's organic black experience and you just show people Mm -hmm. living their lives then they will learn what it's like to be to, to live that life but then it's always a thing of like will these white middle England people watch it because i don't know do you remember that show goodness gracious me when we were kids the asian like comedy so, one? goodness uh, gracious yeah, me yeah, i remember i i used to watch that i thought it was so funny like his much is hilarious right and i brought it up me and my asian friend were talking about it at work and then like all the white people were like mm, never heard of it never saw it no and i was like you guys don't care about anything that's not white do you like you it's like when you introduce somebody to Tyler Perry and they they just never heard of Tyler Perry. They, they were like, Tyler who? And that person had produced a film about black Hollywood and didn't know who the fuck Tyler Perry was. And it's like, because Tyler Perry doesn't make movies for, for white, white people. For white people, yeah. I mean, they're not, not for white people. Of course, anybody can, can watch, watch them, any yeah. of these movies. Of course, they're just, they just exist to exist. But... but he says, point blank and simple, I don't make movies for critics. I make movies for black audience who want to watch it. Yeah. And and that's that on that and so and I rate him highly for that. I know people criticize him all the time. Like, oh, he does that. He does. People. He makes movies that people like to watch, and he's un fucking compromising in it. And he doesn't care. He doesn't even let critics see his films. He's just like, I'm just gonna release it. Someone, <laughs> some old southern lady will laugh at Medea in whatever scenario I put her in, and he's like, <laughs> and I'm gonna keep, keep making movies and what and you know. And that's what him in a place of privilege where he can really where he can be looking after Prince Harry and his baby mum like with no problem. So mm-hmm. you know, maybe that's, that's an example to people. We want to criticize, oh you're not making art. Well not everything that we make has to be fantastic, by the way. We need to be in a, we need to get to a place where like black people can just make some crap TV and we'll just well, enjoy. Like, and because on that, I love Guy Ritchie movies. Mm. I do. I really enjoy Guy Ritchie movie. I don't care what anybody says. Um, They're not good King though, Arthur, Legend of, Legend of the Sword is a fantastic movie. I don't care what the critics or nobody else says. On the other hand, Guy, a lot of Guy Ritchie movies have flopped. 
Yeah. Like, they've just flopped. And yet he continues to be given the money to direct movies. To make big movies. budget movies, you know, with big you stars. I liked Aladdin, to be honest, but a lot of people didn't, whatever. Um, and like I said, last um, King Arthur, Legend of Sword, I love that movie. A lot of people didn't. That's two flops in a row. Yeah. He his <laughs> That is two flops in a row. And he's making a new movie now with Jason Statham and has just gotten budget for another movie that's in development now. Like I said, nothing against the guy. I love his movies, but black people aren't allowed to fail like that. No. It's just like, oh, you had that, oh, that that wasn't watched or that wasn't received. No. Oh, we oh we gave you a chance. Or oh, actually, we gave somebody the same skin tone as you a chance and they flopped, so you can't have a chance. And it's like, well, that's not fair. Yeah. So yeah, it's being allowed to make movies that don't that don't do as well and that should be okay Hallmark movies are terrible i love a hallmark movie disclaimer i will watch all the hallmark movies that movies that exist <laughs> but they're not great movies and so but they're still allowed to exist and they all still and they have an audience no matter how much i pay for my mom to have sky movies she will bust on movies 24 and watch she a movie with no budget she will watch christmas in july she will watch christmas in july she will watch that and i'm like mum sky Go and watch Sky. <laughs> Go and watch A Star Is Born. That movie had Oscar. Go watch that. You know what I mean? Like, the, people will watch these things. So, like, just let us make it. But to conclude, how are we concluding? <laughs> to conclude. To conclude, do you know what? Is it everyday trauma? That's how we're concluding. And the answer is no. no. It's not everyday trauma, but actually sometimes trauma. But yeah. educational trauma, you know, like history, yeah. like letting us learn something that we haven't seen before, not just Hollywood exploitation yeah. of our pain. Yeah. That's, I think, what the point is. Don't give us, don't be like, oh, here you go, he's the lead, but actually he's not He's not representative of you, actually. He's just a figurehead. Yeah. He, he just looks like you, but that's it. He's just a, an empty shell. Yeah. But, you know, he goes, but this should be enough for you guys, even though you guys get nothing, but this empty shell... It should be enough for you. Um, you know, don't give us that. Don't only give us, even though all these examples are American, sort of, like, let's just head back to the 1950s or let's head back to slavery and let's overdo it on the violence and yeah. pain and trauma that exists only because you're black and not because, and not even part of the storyline. Yeah. Like, it's, it's got nothing to do with the storyline at all. Um, at least with get out for example they wanted they specifically wanted to use black people to do the things that they were doing yeah. because there was a you know fake scientific reason but that at least made sense it was part of the story i was like okay that tracks you know you'll whereas you know there's just then putting us in painful situations and making us relive things that we already know has happened and it's about giving us the chance to just make yeah make tv make movies and more of that in the UK because let's face it at the end of the day most of these examples are American yeah. and the fact that they're mostly American and they're always American is so telling yeah, um, yeah and and also and the way that it, it was right basically yeah, let's face it exactly and also as an audience as a black audience or as an ally audience um, or any other race like if we don't support these things that are being made right that are not about those things and we don't talk about them and we don't make a fuss even if they're a little bit mediocre they're not going to be made your voice matters so much as i just said them is number one on prime right now because people are writing threads and think pieces and articles about it write a thread and a think piece and an article about some um what's the other one on um uh someone's love sylvie's love 
Sylvie's love, Sylvie's love is just a very basic love story set in the 50s. Write a fucking piece about that. It's got a bit of Sam Cooke in it. Write, write how important Sam Cooke music was to the time. Go and do that. That's how important you are as an audience. Don't just complain about black trauma shit. Don't watch it and then watch what you... Then talk about things you love. Talk about what yeah. you want to see because they are out there, but they will not continue to be made unless you support them. Watch our web series on YouTube. It's out there. It's out there it's for you, out to, there watch for and you enjoy. to watch and enjoy. You know, and just and just talk about, I think, as well, because I've always been on the fence about those, the support thing. I agree with it. One should watch, we should watch more black movies and TV shows and support it. But at the same time, it's not that you blindly say, oh my gosh, yeah, I loved it. If you don't love it, we're not asking for you to be fake but about it. But just acknowledge it. What the, when some of these shows exist, though. That's it. That's it. It's acknowledging it exists. Even if you just, even if it's a tweet, like, oh, I might go and see this, or just watch this. It's letting people know that you've watched it, that you've seen it. It's, it's, it's you doing that tweet, for example, and someone else seeing that tweet and be like, oh, I might watch that too. It doesn't have to be high rated, but because, I mean, the us getting the chance to make things that are mediocre comes from, like, you know, the, the heads of companies and things like that. But if we're showing the support, you know, that we want to watch, that we're interested in watching and talking about and want to see more of things like that, then more of it will hopefully be made. And um, we're fighting for more of it to be made. We're always out here. We've got things in development. We've got treatments, you know? We've got yeah. script ideas. We've got we pilots, We've got time, movies. you know? We sit and write treatments. Someone needs you to know? read them. You know, we've got, we've got ideas. And <laughs> there are more people like us who have yeah. ideas, but it's... Gosh, that, it's a whole other podcast, that conversation. And so... <laughs> the everyday trauma. Satima, yes or no? No, it's not everyday trauma, but sometimes you've got to look ding, for ding, the joy. You know? right you got to look for the joy. And that has been Sassy Jam in Conversation. Sassy Jam in, in Conversation. conversation. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to sound. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, so and thanks. And scene. And Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, um, Facebook and TikTok. Um, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And yeah, keep it sassy, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Peace out, it turned down. Bye.